Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The following is paid commercial programming. The content and opinions expressed do not necessarily reflect those of WSSP, Entercom Milwaukee, its staff, or sponsors. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi, and every river, lake, and field in between, let's talk everything outdoors. All aboard! Ha, ha, ha! You're on the crazy train! All aboard! <laughs> Welcome to the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors. Only on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Good morning for the second time today. How's it going, Nick? Not too bad. Always good to be in here with <laughs> they, you. They always leave us alone like in the second half of the show, you know, <laughs> but that's all right. We come to you every Saturday morning from 6 to 8 a.m. We are live. We are unrehearsed. We, you, you know, yes, we're going to talk fishing and hunting, but we also get off on some other topics. Of course, that's why we sometimes get off the rails on the crazy train. But have your tickets punched right now to get a seat on the crazy train. He's Dan Bush. I'm Tom Newbauer, and special guest in the studio is Al Shook, a member of the Wisconsin uh, Conservation Congress, a delegate for Washington County, and we will be talking about the upcoming. Uh, Spring hearings, and if you got any questions for Al, you can call us at 799-1250. You can also email us live at ceoguys at yahoo.com. And uh, so, anyway, oh, uh, here's a bit of news. I think you'll like this. Now, people always complain in the Hales Corners area, you know, where Bob's Bait used to be just down the road on Highway 100 in Greenfield. You know, they went out of business quite a few years ago. Uh, no place to... Find live bait. Well, starting in a couple of weeks, in about two weeks, Sherpers in Hales Corners will have live bait. They're going to have night crawlers, leaf worms, red worms, wax worms. No minnows, you know, just all the worm variations. So you will be able to get that live bait at Sherpers in Hales Corners, and that's on Highway 100, eh, about two blocks north of Janesville Road. And uh, don't worry about the construction. No problem. It's easy to get through. So, anyway, uh, 799-1250 is the phone number, and I wanted to get that point out. Now that the guys are back from taking their little siesta, uh, we want to ask Mr. Al Shook, some, what are some of the new rules changes or what's some of the voting procedure, whatever, at this upcoming spring hearing? First of all, tell us when it is. Well, the spring hearings are going to be held Monday, April 8th, in every county in the state of Wisconsin, and the meetings start at 7 o'clock in Is every that, county. That's this Monday? Correct. Okay. Monday, the April 8th. And the biggest change this year is online voting. I don't the, like it. There are many <laughs> options. Let me change this. It's not voting. It's yeah. a survey input. Right, survey input, yeah. So it's going to be online input or in-person input. 
and you have the option of making that choice if you show up at the hearing location, you can decide to do everything as you always have, where you take a ballot and or a survey. I have to keep correcting myself. For many years, we called it a vote and a ballot. Right, right. Where you get a survey, and it's a two-sided survey. The first side is for all the questions in the pamphlet that you'll be handed or the pamphlet that you can read online. And the other side of the survey is for resolutions that are brought forward to every county. Uh, Every year, a citizen can bring forth an idea for a rule change. Uh, the, The dove hunt was a resolution. Many of the fishing changes were, and the turkey law changes, have all come from resolutions. As a matter of fact, on the Congress side, I entered in a resolution last year, and it's question uh, the second question on the Congress side this year about long-tailed ducks. I am a waterfowler. You can also choose to come to the meeting to listen but not vote. If you want your vote to count for that specific county, you will be given an individual number that you would have to enter on the survey That way, your input will be counted for the county that you're in, like Waukesha County for me. The people that come to the meeting but don't want to vote on the booklet will be given a certain individual number that they would enter in on the survey so they can listen to any debate and then go home and vote online the online survey instead of a vote. Well, everybody well, thinks of it as a vote. Well, yeah. is going to be 72 hours. This online survey will be open for okay. input. Then you can, while you do that, you could still get a, a, a survey for the resolutions where you don't have to vote on anything in the booklet. But, of course, if you want to vote on citizen resolutions, Those are not in the book yet. They were just handed in. You can use the reverse of the ballot to vote affirmatively or negatively for the resolutions that are posted on the wall. If that's your choice, the front of that survey will be X'd out, a giant X mark, so you can't vote, provide input twice. Now, everybody's hand has to be marked in some fashion. When they show up. When they show up, so we know what their choice has been, whether they choose to get a survey to do everything as they always have, they'll receive some kind of marking on their hand. If they want to listen, get a number, and then go home, they'll have a different type of a marking on their hand. Once you make up your mind, you can't change it. You can't come back to the table and say, I want to vote tonight, but I got this survey number. Tough. You have to use your survey number. We're not going to be switching things around and moving things around that way in order to let someone else do it. It's not a right to participate in this survey. It's not a privilege. It is still a state hearing 
where everyone that comes, whether you're going to provide input that night or input later on the computer, you have to sign in to be a participant in the hearing. And in some counties in southeast Wisconsin, there is some blowback from people who say they don't have to enter this information. It's private. They don't have to provide identification for delegate elections. That is not true. The Congress has their own rules for their part of the hearing. And if you do not comply, you'll be asked to step aside from the table and the next person can come up to register. If you don't want to play their game, don't play. You have to (laughs) come early. Waukesha County, Milwaukee County, Dane County are the three largest attendance counties in the state where it's easily in the past around 200 and above. Now, if you have to listen to someone make up their mind, mark the back of their hand, give them the proper, the proper survey and so forth, you can see it's going to be a long, laborious process instead of just checking the license to see if they're a local resident to vote on a delegate. Let me ask you. Now, I don't know if you can answer this or not. Do you, do you like these changes or it, not? It was inevitable. Uh, we were told, not asked, that we needed to do something to get greater participation from all the stakeholders. There are millions of fishermen and hunters in the state, and unfortunately, less than 10,000 statewide show up for the spring hearings. Right. And it was a problem for the Congress, just as it was for the DNR. But it was, in my tenure, it was laid off on the Congress to come up with something. Do you think this will work as good as uh, Go Wild did when it was introduced? There are. Well, and point- I'm, being, uh, I'm making a joke there. I understand, <laughs> but it's a valid point. Yeah. And there are going to be some problems. Yeah. There are going to be people that will be upset that some type of a marker is going to be a stamp, a mark, whatever, will be put on their hand. And it's not going to be erasable immediately. This has yeah. to be a permanent marker yeah. so we know what you did if you come back 15 or 20 minutes or a half hour later we know just by what's on your hand what you were given beforehand there in in northern counties where they get 25 30 people it's not going to be an issue they're going to be able to get these people in on plenty of time and it's it's not but so what i'm I'm reading between the lines that uh milwaukee dane uh waukesha counties it might take a little longer this year It's going to take longer. Uh, Last year when it was the normal process in Waukesha, I I don't know if this is a a politically correct term, but I've been called the meeting Nazi, that at (laughs) 7 o'clock the meeting starts. It starts. I don't, I I no longer accept resolutions. I do, the meeting starts at 7. Right. I'll hear nothing. If it should have been here beforehand, I don't listen to arguments about I didn't know, I didn't this. That's too bad. That's, that's too late. Wait till next much, year. That's yeah. pretty much it. And now how long do you think? And now last year it went about how long? The meeting itself, I think we were out of there before 9 o'clock or shortly thereafter. Okay, a little over two hours. Yeah. And, and uh, it depends on how many people want to comment on the questions or, right, right. or ask questions, Especially for the DNR part, they have a wildlife manager or wildlife person and a fisheries person 
at every meeting to try and answer any input from the stakeholders. Okay. On questions that come from the Congress from last year's resolutions, that's what the Congress members are supposed to answer. We have uh, a fall and a spring district meeting where the Congress questions are gone over and you're given the, I, the, the impetus on why these are in the book, why this is a question that needs to be asked, not necessarily passed or failed. It's just this is why this is in the book. And a lot of people don't want to read the narrative. They read the question. Like my question is to change the, the, the bag limit for ducks, long-tailed ducks, from six to three because people usually don't eat these ducks. They're trophy ducks, you know, to get them stuffed. They don't need to shoot six male drakes in order to get what they want. They can yeah. shoot three and still be happy. Let me, let me ask you this, Al. So does it still work where once the resolution, let's say it does get approved, uh, you like in the whole state, basically, does it then go to one of those, uh, you know, commissions or boards, you know, like if somebody, if one is passed for like uh, the Bay of Green Bay, it goes to the Great Lakes Commission or, you know, is that how, and then they then talk to the biologist and then they decide whether they're going to do it or not. Is that still the process? What, what happens is if something comes across and passes in the statewide vote, from a resolution on the county part, on the then it's forwarded to the DNR for further to see if they want to run the question. Okay, gotcha. All right, folks. Well, we got to take a break. If you're if you got any questions for Al, 799-1250 is the phone number. When we come back, we will be talking crappies, or if you're listening down south, crappies. Uh, stay tuned to 105.7 FM. The oh, by the way, the phone number. 799-1250. That's 414-799-1250. We'll be right back with more. That's all right. We'll, we'll do, do that it on the next segment. Next time when we... That's our lead-in for our problems. Well, all right, here. All right. Oh, welcome back to the Skipper's Woods. <laughs> Cutting edge outdoors. Traffic is light and variable on the Edens. We do have one roll, rollover on the Lincoln Expressway, but to O'Hare, it's clear. Okay, uh, so we got we, some callers We here. got a question for uh, Al. Who's this? Who do we got, Nick? Nick? Uh, that's right. Who? Who's this? Uh, it's Morning. William. I'm sorry. It's William. Oh, hi, William. To find it How you doing? Good morning. I enjoy your show. Thank hey. you. And you got a question for Al. But I, yeah, I was going to ask about the gray wolf. But before I get to that, uh, I just can't get, let him get away with a clueless statement when he just said he supports ducks going from six down to three. Because not not all, the, all ducks. Not ducks. All the not hunters all. are no, 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 not, not all ducks. ducks. It's just a certain kind. What's the kind again, Al? It's called long tail. They used they used to be known as old squaw. You familiar See? with that type of a duck? Oh yeah, okay. okay. I, I thought you said all ducks. No, I'm like, really? No, 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 not all ducks. No, no. no. I, I enjoy eating them too much. I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. All right. What's your? Uh, and, and I was just wondering yeah. what what plans, if any, do you have for the uh, gray wolf? My plans for the gray wolf are personal, seeing as it's still a federal law against any type of season in Wisconsin. But there is, uh, now there has been some agreement between the two U.S. senators that have uh, agreed that they're going to sign on to a bill to delist the gray wolf 
not only in Wisconsin, but in several other states. And much like the few states in out west, once this law is passed, it cannot be challenged in court as, uh, as the Wisconsin season was, and that's why we're stopped. Oh. Okay. And, and do you have no opinion on the uh, crossbow? I use it all the time. My shoulder is junk. I've got no, uh, <laughs> I've got no other recourse uh, unless I want to start throwing knives. <laughs> okay, thank you so much. Hey, I really enjoy your show. Thanks, right. thanks, thanks for the William. call, William. Take care, okay, buddy. bye now. And who do you got next? Ted. All right. Good morning, Ted. Good morning, Tom. And Danny's here. No, good morning, Dan. Good morning, and, Ted. And, and now, okay, what's up? Well, I got word yesterday that the, some of the crappies are hitting on Beaver Darn Lake. Yeah. Damn. And also, did you get a chance to read my last article in Badger Sportsman? Uh, no. <laughs> no. No. Have you got the Badger Sportsman, Tom, in your yeah, briefcase Yeah, I here? just didn't. No, I don't have it in my briefcase. I've got, I got the, it at yeah, home. I've read most. You know, I've read, I've read well, some of I them. I guess I read about half of it so far. But, yeah, what's your article about? Uh, well, this one here is it's called I'll Take Her Catching, But I Won't Take Her Fishing. And if my uh, son's fiance, I took her uh, crappie fishing for the first time, and it's uh, it's on, I think it's on page thirty six or, or sixty three, one or the other in, in the magazine. Oh, okay. Uh, and it's got a picture of uh, Rhoda holding up a crappie on one whole page, and then of course my son Brian and uh, we uh, took her crappie fishing on Winnebago, and holy cows, we lived it out in about forty five minutes. And she had hadn't been fishing since she was very young with her grandpa. But you can read it in the article. It's it's a fun article. I've been writing for Badger Sports now since uh, two thousand, I think, two thousand nine. So when you uh, fish were fishing for crappies on Winnebago, what time of year was that? That was in uh, May, and it was uh, right in the late afternoon, right off in Clances in the six feet of water right on the edge of the weed line. So is it too early to start for the crappies there? or, is, or well, is right it... now Winnebago has a little bit of ice left on it yet, so it's too early, a little bit early, but it won't be long. So Another would... a week or two, and it'll, they'll be running on Winnebago. So in, in Winnebago, and then what, What just a uh, minnow, what, jig and minnow, what would you use for well, crappies I there? Started, I put I slip bobber with her with a with a minnow, and uh, after we were catching so many, we only bought like two dozen minnows from uh, from the hot uh, bait box over there on Scott Street, you know, Jigger's place. Right. Anyway, uh, I suggested that, but to my son, that we put on the fluorescent uh, green uh, jigs, you know, with the the twister tails like. And he got 10 in a row before he missed one on those. Have you tried any mini mites for crappies? Yes, I have. But uh, I, I prefer the little uh, fluorescent green on a green uh, fuzzy jig. Green and green. Gotcha. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks for that update, thanks for the Ted. Call, Ted. We appreciate it. Take care, buddy. Okay. Thank what, you. What did you say, Tom? I said thank you for the info. We appreciate it. Yeah, okay. And check my article out. Will do. Got All it. Right, guys. All right, bye now. Yeah, Badger Sportsman Magazine is sitting right next to my lamp, my reading table, whatever. I just didn't get through everything yet. Oh, and by the oh, Danny, and uh, I, well, I got to let the listeners know, you know, we used to have a listener in Rome, Sister Marianne Etzel, yes. would listen to us in Rome. Well, she got transferred finally after many years of being in Rome. She got transferred back to the U.S. 
I believe, however, Father yeah. Vito Sarducci's still in Rome <laughs> listening to our show. Yeah, he might still be here. But uh, anyway, so uh, uh, she well, let she sent me an email, sent us an email, and we want to thank her for listening. Yeah. And uh, now we got to find some more international listeners. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we'll all s- right. I wonder if uh, if what somebody Uh-oh. say hey, we want some. You like this, Al? Yeah, oh, yeah. Hey, <laughs> How can you not like it? Oh, yeah. What was the name of them again? Uh, Shad Rap. Shad Rap. Hey, we want some crop tea. If you don't like this, you must be from Illinois or something like that. <laughs> Except, Nick, we were going to play this when we came back right before our crappie segment. Yeah, well, that's all right. That's all right. Are we having our crappie segment or not? Oh, well, we can start. It's good enough to we listen. we got to go to break now, though. No, no, not yet. You don't? Not yet. we got four minutes. Hey. Okay. Here's the question. Start talking crappies. And, and this happens every year. Now, you know what's really weird about crappies. Yeah, I wish I wish fish read the same books we read because okay. then we can figure <laughs> it out easier, you know. But it's like, okay, there's a certain spot. I'm not even going to say the lake. All right. Certain bay on a certain lake in southeastern Wisconsin where guys are catching crappies. They were catching them under the ice, right? Nice crappies, big bluegills. Dumpy Bay. And then what happens is, I'm not going to mention where, but, and then what happens is that as soon as the ice goes out, there is a a spring turnover of water effect. Now, this is the only reason I can think that they do this. But anyway, that, that for that first week, you can still find crappies in that shallow bay, right? But after that, they move out of the bay and go out to, like, the first weed line break or sometimes in the weeds, all right? But usually right off the break. Right on the edge of the And then once it bay. starts warming up again, then they move back in, do their thing, and then move back out again. And, you know, somebody asked me, you know, this week, like, why did they do that? And the only thing I could think of was because of that spring turnover. It's just like in the fall, but it's in the spring, you know, where... The, the water well, does the water get murkier all of a sudden before it gets I, no, clearer? No, no, it really it, doesn't. It's just a change, and and in the shallow well, in the water shallow, you wouldn't there shouldn't think be any change. Y- yeah, you wouldn't think there'd be any change. Temperature should be consistent. Yeah, you would no. think so. Dissolved oxygen should but be consistent. But it's not the change because what pH should now, be consistent. It's not the same because what happens is is you've got colder water on top, and then all when it melts, believe it or not, that water on the bottom is is actually warmer. Then the melted water on top. I know. So the warmer water comes up, the colder water goes down. Now, why that would affect the crappies and well, the bluegills to move out, I don't know why that would affect them. In five them. feet of water, Tom, that's like hardly— A couple there, of degrees. There's no— it's, And it doesn't take maybe long. Maybe if you're thinking 20 feet of water. Yeah, but— I really it, can't envision that being a turnover. It, well, it is. Trust me, it is. Turnover is what I buy at the bakery. <laughs> Or the jelly. Yeah. Don't start that again. Or apple. <laughs> don't start that again. Jelly or no jelly. So, okay, Tom. So now that we got so the turnover anyway, factor so, figured in like here. But like I said, Al, Al, you were looking minutes. at me and so shaking your head up We and got down 30 that. seconds left now. It is, it, it is a strange conundrum why that happens. You know, it, it is weird. There is a temperature change between an, at shallow water. Even in shallow water, it, yes, From sir, the is. afternoon and then you're not out there at night, but it does drop four or five degrees yeah. just from the daytime temperature change. Yeah. Now we're talking solar effect, yeah. guys. Well, now it's 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 just solar. weird. That's it's, why it's ice like melts. There's unless uh, you're climate uh, change. The, the fish do the fish do some weird things, but I know this much. Terms. Now some people on Easter Sunday 
They go Induction. to church. They go, you know, Easter egg hunts, stuff Induction. like that. Not me and my boys. We're going. We're going fishing. So, okay, Tom. If the forsythia blooms, what the techniques <laughs> would you use for crappies now, then, Tom? Right now? Yeah. Would you do like Ted up in Winnebago, or what would you do right now? Well, he's not fishing Winnebago now. He said he did that in May. I know. Yeah. But how? What would you do right now? Right here? now. Okay, I might go into one of those shallow bays. Let, let's take a stumpy bay, for example, yeah. on Okachi. Everybody's yeah, not heard that of anybody it. really fishes there right. or anything like that. I, I, would, I would go in secret there. Secret bay doesn't want to talk I, about. And if I didn't find crappies, if all I found were those little four-inch crappies and the little four-inch bluegills, I'd move right out to that weed line edge and I'd turn, have the locator on, and I'd be going back and forth between right on the edge of 10, 12 feet of water out to about maybe 16 or 18, and I'd be just going back and forth looking for those pods of them. Oh, you're a, fishing on Oconomowoc. No, that's Okachi. Okay. Given uh, an Aub- two types, an Aberdeen hook, barrel hook with a minnow, and just a slip bobber, or, like I was talking with Danny earlier, a pinky. Yeah, pinky jig pinky works, jig. but I always use a mini mite. I always throw. I always pinky have jig. that. Down My there. buddy Tim Coleman used a pinky jig. I remember Growing the pinky jig. Yeah, we used those. Monona and Madison thirty, well, you forty know, years ago. Cubby makes one that looks like a pinky jig. Yeah. It's got the pink head, white 50 body. Fifty years ago. But I'll put that on a slip bobber when we're out on those deep weed line edges. You know, I'll put that on a slip bobber. But it's almost like you got to try that shallow bay first. You got to look. And I'll tell you, when I it, like in Stumpy Bay, for example, I'll be standing up in the front of the boat and I'll be looking out. And I'll see all those little bluegills and little crappies, and then you see some little bass swimming around. You see them all, but there's no bigger ones. When you know? I was, so when then I was I a little leave. kid, uh, uh, an older gentleman told me fishing is easy. They're in one of three places, shallow, shallow deep, deep, or, or in, in the between. middle. Well, That's actually, it? that was accredited to... Uh, Poji Piles. No, 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 no. No? I'll think. Goober Pile. The, the structure fisherman who who who, who oh, wrote oh, the, the uh, Bill, spoon no, plugger, um, not Bill Binkelman, no, the, spoon the other guy. guy. Oh, seven nine nine twelve fifty. Right. Help us out here, folks. Here, when we can come back. Call, here, call us when we come back. And while we're away, while we're during this commercial break, the prize contests on the Cutting Edge Outdoors are the sole responsibility of the Cutting Edge Outdoors radio show and its sponsors. Any questions or comments should be directed to ceoguys at yahoo.com. Nick Bodie will take the third caller at 799-1250. You will get a free one-year subscription to Badger Sportsman Magazine. Call now. We'll be right back. It's the most wonderful time of the There'll be brown trout a-spawning, a steelhead a-jumping, and walleyes are near. <laughs> it's the most wonderful time. Tell you what, guys, spring right now is indeed the most wonderful time of the year. It's fishing right now. Spring fishing, guys. You get some of the most fantastic fishing. You get, I mean, we got the walleye runs going on the rivers now. There will, there will be the brown trout are going out, starting to go on uh, Lake Michigan. Yep. Steelhead. Yep. Uh, in fact, here, I got some notes here. Crappies! Uh, they're starting to get the Rock River. Uh, they're starting to get some uh, walleyes there, jig oh, yeah. and minnow combinations. I guess most of them are being caught in the deeper holes. Yep. Uh, short... the American Legion. Uh, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, also reports they're getting some in the uh, Wisconsin River, um, Fox River, Mississippi, uh, Prairie, Wisconsin River, I guess, 
Prairie du Sac, Nakusa. Have you ever fished those areas, Tom, for the walleyes? Uh, Wisconsin River yeah. Spring. Yeah, Prairie du Sac I have. Oh, yeah, that's right. Nakusa Dam, I was there once. Yes. Mm-hmm. they got to be running up by Dubai also. Oh, they got to be all over. Um, I guess there was a big opener for oh. the... Uh, uh, we do have a winner on the Badger Sportsman Magazine. Sorry to cut you off, Danny. For everybody yeah. at home calling, we do have a winner. So yeah. uh, thank you. Give us a call next week. Hang what, up. are you getting All tired right. of answering the phone over there, buddy? There's, there's like 30 people, man. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, I guess they had a, a trout opener on the Boise Brule, world famous. Uh, the Brule River, yeah. as you guys know, several presidents have fished oh, the yeah. Brule River. One of our good listeners, Tom, he's out there listening now. Tom doesn't like to be talked about much. I think he's got warrants out in several states for him. <laughs> but anyway, Tom uh, used to fish that Brule River, and apparently on Highway 2 this week, there were 250 vehicles parked out there. Holy moly. Jeez. That's a lot of guys going for the steelhead. Uh, wow. Steelhead up there, yeah. Uh, they're getting them on the Root River, from what I hear. Yeah. Not so much on the Pike River yet. Uh, and here's one interesting thing, Tom. I heard they're getting some steelhead on the uh, Milwaukee River and muskie. Really? Somebody got a muskie there. 40-inch muskie. I believe it. Now, Why my, not? Qu- my question to you, Tom, I know some, somebody caught a 46-inch muskie casting for salmon a couple summers ago off the pier there, yeah. McKinley Pier, I guess, which they figured that one might have been a uh, nomad muskie that wandered all the way over around. A crazy muskie. From the Bay of Green Bay. <laughs> crazy muskie. Kind of like one of those cougars that comes yeah. from Wyoming, <laughs> just, you know, and gets shot on a Chicago street. Just starts swimming. You know, some, sometimes they just get a bug up their butt to move, and they, they move. They're, they got the wandering itch. But uh, this question, have they, is, have they planted any muskies in the Milwaukee Harbor? Not that I know of. Okay. Not that I know of. I know I they just, planted walleyes. They didn't plant years any otters ago. either, and they showed up. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, Maybe they came together. They uh, carpooled. I know they, I know they, oh, we got some callers. But no, I have not heard of muskies. All so. right. Okay. Who do you got, Nick? On line one, we have Dick listening to us all the way in North Carolina. All hey, right. All right. Hey, good morning, Almost Dick. How you doing? Yep. I'm great, gentlemen. How are you? Well, I really enjoy your show. Well, cool, now man. let me ask you, how did you find out about it? Uh, I listened to 1250. I like the, you know, the sports talk shows. I used to live in Wisconsin. Oh, okay. okay. So All right. 25 years ago, we moved down here. Cool. But uh, they actually do pronounce it crappies. Crap. Yeah, they do say. I heard that. Yeah, they do. Yes. See, Danny, to, Danny doesn't always believe me. I, I've always <laughs> used that term kind of tongue-in-cheek no, with my buddies. We no. go, let's get some crappies. No, it's, it's, it's crappies, yes. Yeah. Now, I do have a question. I, When my grandfather passed away, he taught me how to fish. And his. I have some of his fishing poles that are, you know, I'm 55. They've got to be 45-plus years old. Okay. What do I do to get them, you know, refurbished so I can use them with my grandkids? Uh. If, if if you find a, a, a rod builder, professional rod builder down by you, and, and they're all over the country, you know, guys who, you know, build rods from the beginning, what what they'll do is, you know, deep, and they're probably fiberglass rods, correct? Yes, or you're correct. Or now, I'm sure they won't be metal. There's You don't have any metal ones, right? No, no they're fiberglass. No, no they're uh, fiberglass. What they'll do is they'll put like a new, they might have to sand it a little bit, but they'll put a new coating of lacquer on it. They'll probably retie the guides, you know. Make them nice and neat and look pretty, and then uh, they they might if the cork handles are are really bad, 
sometimes all you have to do is just take sandpaper on the cork handles, you know, and, and sand them down okay. and they'll look great. But if there's chunks out of them, they can put new handles on, you know. So, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, you'll, I'm sure you can find somebody. Just Google rod builders in your area. I'm sure you'll find somebody. If you uh, get back to visit folks up here, you could take it over to Badger uh, uh, Rod and Reel Repair here. Yeah, yeah, they do it too. Now, I have one more question for you, gentlemen. I live on a lake, and, you know, down here they do a lot of bass fishing. Yep. Right? Can you tell me why with a 15-foot boat, they need a 300 horsepower motor on it, you know, 45 degrees. I know. They're, you compensating. They're compensating Dick, for something. Dick, you know, that, that's funny. I mean, let's face it. For us, nor, for normal fishermen, we don't need that, right? Yeah. But yeah. my grandfather but, had a five horsepower Evan Root. Yeah. So, yeah. But if you're. All right, you guys be good. No, wait Thank a minute. You. Wait a minute. I'm not done yet, Dick. Here you go. He can hang up oh, if he wants. Oh, yeah, he can hang up. <laughs> but here's here's the problem. <laughs> If Not you're like a Mike tournament, yeah, you can turn him off because he hung up. Yeah, uh, <laughs> if I, I if you know. were a tournament angler, yeah, he, hung he up. just hung up. He hadn't hung. Oh, up. Oh, he had hung up. Before. Why do you make it so complicated? Four one four seven nine nine twelve fifty to dial. Mark and Vernon, you're next on the phone. Oh, okay. I wasn't done. Hey, yet, but... good morning. Uh, good morning, Buck Mark. Perry. Buck Perry is the name of the guy you were thinking yeah, of. Yeah, thank you, Buck Perry. Thank there you. it is. Thank you. I appreciate that. And uh, uh, one other comment, uh, Wednesday I was downtown Milwaukee, so I drove by the Summerfest grounds. There was mm-hmm. only two guys fishing from, from shore. There was nothing going on. A few boats were out. Slow. Didn't okay. see any nets going out, so it was pretty slow on Wednesday. Well, gotcha. it'll be picking up soon. Uh, spe- right. Speaking of that area, I'm looking at a post by our, ca- our friend Captain Jason Woda yeah. of Real Sensations Charters. And uh, reminder today, uh, Saturday, April 16th, is the Milwaukee Marathon, so Lincoln Memorial Drive will be closed from 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. Is that next week? That's that's today. No, today's not the 16th. Today's the 6th. 6th. I didn't say the 16th. Yes, I you said did. The 16th. Did I, you oh. said the 16th. All right. Jeez, Tom, I'm getting like So do you. I win some mini mites? Not if you got to beg for them. (laughs) I answered your question. Who's the name of the guy? Yeah, but I wasn't giving away anything. Oh, geez. I'll even come to Sherpers and get them from you today, Tom. I don't have any with me. (laughs) All right. Thanks, anyhow. You guys have a good day. Thank you. You too. Bye. Thanks for the Buck Perry. And who else? You got one other caller there. We'll take that quick. All right. Caller, you're on the line. Hi. Who's this? Hello? Well, I guess he's Three, not there. Two. Oh, yeah, I'm here. Oh, yeah. Okay. Who is it? Who is this? Oh, this is Jeff. They, the Cornschwaggle caller had a question about, is there a bluegill club? What? They ever, then Tom started freaking out. No, bluegill club. Nice. Voices. But, what? Well. Yeah. The caller had a question. Is there a... Oh, I don't think it was Bluegill Club. He had a question about... Yeah, um, it wasn't Bluegill Club. So he had a question about something, but Tom did his usual genius job of answering it. Yeah. So... took forever. Why? Do you know a Bluegill Club? No. No, me neither. All right. Somebody could start one. Yeah. All right. All right. Thanks for calling. Okay, bye now. Okay, you would be I, the president. I'm going to finish my answer real quick. Why Why? Answer, why these uh, 17, 19, 21-foot boats have 300-horsepower engines? If you're a tournament angler and you're fishing big water, the less time you spend running from spot to spot, that means the more time you spend fishing. And if you're fishing for $100,000 or $200,000, it's worth getting that 300-horse engine to spend more time fishing and less time running. How come That's they got to race around like idiots when they're not in a tournament? 
Well, that I practice. have no clue. Okay. <laughs> Just practice. Gotcha. All right, we got to go to a break. We got a couple of callers on hold. Stay tuned, folks. It'll only take a few minutes. One more segment coming up here on the Skipper Buds Cutting Edge Outdoors. Stay tuned for more. should hear the stuff that goes on in breaks. Huh? I know. <laughs> Tom, Tom says, I didn't hear you. What'd you say? I said, I, I said I'm suicidal. He goes, okay. Puts his headset back on and goes right back to his stuff. Okay. <laughs> Deeply concerned. Just don't make a mess on the floor here. Okay, fine. Oh but, okay great. Moving I'm, right along. Yeah, I'm turning off the my computer for emails. So. Oh, but we haven't had any. <laughs> well, we had a couple. Jeez. Yeah, we had a couple. No, we didn't. We did. What, name one. Marty, Sister Mary Ann. There's two. Okay, but those were sent earlier this week. How many parks can you name? We haven't had any today. I don't want to name any parks. When he had all the parks before, that was Washington. Well, that was reading them. You know, okay. <laughs> I was reading them. You know, it reminded me of that. What was the scene? Iwani. The scene from Forrest Gump with Bubba. Uh, the kind of oh, talking yeah. about the shrimp. All the different ways. The shrimp. Oh made. God, yeah, boiled, yeah. Funny. blackened, Cajun. That, he's pulling something out. He's he's got he's something going to get Bubba. Us. Listen, you're multitasking wrong with your back lip? there? No. no. No, it was kind of, it kind of reminded Just me of Just let me give you the quick give list the, of parks. Give us the list, Tom. Brown Deer Park, <laughs> Deneen Park, Greenfield Park, McCarty Park, McGovern Park, Oak Creek Park, Scout Lake Park. Lemon shrimp, coconut shrimp, pepper shrimp, <laughs> shrimp soup, shrimp stew, shrimp salad, shrimp and potatoes, shrimp burger, shrimp sandwich. That's that's about it. That's about, that's about it. Is there something wrong with your lip? No. You no that's good. That's that great, you Nick. That yep, Tom's exciting list of parks. Yep. That narrowed it down. Oh, what the hell is going god. on here? Oh my god. Okay. Fantastic. What do you guys want to talk about now? Well, I'll tell you. Here's the thing. That's when, a deep when subject. You, when you're going out for crappies. Yes, minnows work. Yes, pinky jigs work. Yes, there's a lot of things that work. Mini mites work. But for me, I mean, what I do, if the water temperature is below 55 degrees, I'll put a waxworm on that mini mite. Yeah. Once it's above 55, I don't put anything on it, and I'm good to go. But you will find in that shallow water, if if there's no crappies in there, no nice-sized crappies and bluegills, you will find a lot of little ones. Lots and lots of little ones. Tom, name some lakes. Now... (laughs) You don't want me to do that again, do you? Okay, go ahead. Okay, now, Winnebago, we had Ted yeah, call. and there and are, I, I go up there for crappies. I've never thought of Winnebago crappies. Yes, uh, where they, now here's the thing. Now, Which I would, bay did he say? I, well, I don't, he didn't say the name of yeah, a bay. He did. But I go up by Asylum Bay. Got to replay the show yeah, now. I go up by Asylum Bay, and there's these man-made channels up there, and if you hit it right, okay, it's yeah. loaded with crappies. Where they go after that, I have no clue. They leave those channels. They leave Asylum Bay. They go out somewhere in the lake, and I don't know where so they go. So in a hot, sunny Same afternoon, thought. four or five feet of water, oh, the kind God. of a dark bottom there. Yeah, and, Same well, thing on Negawicka with those yep. man-made channels. Yep, yep. And they're in. Channels, they're, you mean like little in, inlets and, and yeah, stuff? And, and, people and, dug in. To get, yeah, and get here's the weird their... thing. And, and the weird thing is that you could go one day. Let's say you go yeah. uh, on a Sunday. And there's no crappies in yet. You go back the following Sunday, those crappies were already in and out. Yeah. 
and there's still no crowd. And you wonder, hey, wait a minute, didn't they do it? No, so they can co- go in and out within five days, do their thing, and out. Well, I that's mean, pretty it, much true quick. of most fishing. It's it's timing. Yes, yes, you're I mean, exactly right. You should yeah. have been here yesterday. Yeah. Should have been here last week. Yep. And or you're true. a week. I, I went up on our Lake of the Woods pike trip last year, and we were too early for the first time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it was such a late winter. So it's all about... All you about know, timing. The other thing people don't think about on Winnebago is the largemouth bass fishing. Excellent largemouth bass and smallmouth. But the thing is, is in the spring, I know, I know right where to go to get them. And, but then they leave, and then you got to, like, search for them. Are they out schooling over those flats? And not in the, not in the spring. They're in, they're in shallow like normal. But, they're I mean, in summer, in they summer. Just, do they go deep water kind of existence out uh, there? You know, I, I don't, I don't fish for them in the summer. Reeds. I fish for the walleyes. I fish for the walleyes and the perch in the summertime. I've right. been a couple of yeah. times, and if you find, like, those mid-lake uh, humps where they got the little pencil yeah. reeds coming out, yeah. and you can throw different types of baits, but they're, they're in there, yeah. too, but they're not. And the smallies, yeah, there. and the right. smallies will be along the gravelly shorelines where you got the intermittent weeds. Yeah, you right. catch smallies along the shorelines. Who do you got there, Nick? Uh, first up, we got Bill calling from Sportsman's Den. Okay, Bill. Hey, Bill. We got a couple of minutes for you. What's up? Top of the morning, gentlemen. What's up? Start shallow, go deep, Buck Perry. Anyhow, the wolf and all the rivers right now. The fish are all the way up. Very slow fishing. Very slow. Um, Switch the blue the the, the uh, perch on uh, Little Butamore, man, nice fishing. Uh, Trip Lake crappies right now they're killing them and bluegills on uh, Delavan. Okay, that's so, the fishing report, right? That so, is a fishing report. All right. So and perch you, are slow. They're another six, seven days to ten days. When they come down, you're going to be a good fishing. All right. Well, Bill, Bill Sportsman's at Sportsman's Den, Sportsman's Den on 54th and uh, Villard. Give him a shout if you're looking for live bait. We got to go to our next caller. Thanks, Thanks Bill. Bill. And who do you got next? Next up, we got Gary. Yeah, good morning, Gary. How you doing? Good, Tom. Bye. Oh. I was up to our bear, and we, we had to go up and get some calorie for a sale to, for today. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Start over. What did you say? We went up to Barron on uh, Wednesday and Thursday to clip up a hundred head of cattle for a sale today. Oh, clip up! What do you mean? Hey, wait a minute, to... hey Gary, what do you mean clip up a hundred head of cattle? What, do you, what does that? Well, mean? if you need a haircut, I got the clippers. You, huh? Trim them. Cut you, the hair. You cut the hair. Okay, yeah. I didn't yeah. know that. What do you I cut. know? You got Tom all befuddled oh, over yeah. here. Okay, what do I know about <laughs> cattle, Gary? What do I know? Okay, go well, ahead. Yeah, I know. Somebody needs to teach you. I know. Okay, yeah. we were three miles south of Highway 8 up there by Barron. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And there was a big black thing running across the road got hit. Bear. A yeah. Bl- a big black bear? So the cops said, look into the sky, boys. They're running across the road. You see, he had three of them that wow. got hit this week already. Yeah, wow. I, I did wow. read that the bears are out of their den. Yeah, so, yep. So the bear run is on as well. <laughs> yep. Well, so all right, now, so, take all right. care. Wait, so good thanks. safety tip. Look out for the yeah, bears. Thank you very much. I was going to ask him about. He must be. Uh, he must raise cattle. Probably. Yeah, probably. No, he was just up there because he likes. 
Is he like snipping cows? Is he like snipping cows? I didn't know what the hell he was talking about at first. What do I know? I thought maybe he's a hairstylist and cattle are his specialty. Yeah, when I had livestock, I used to clip my goats. So. I, I'll there tell you, you what. I, I take all my cattle <laughs> over to Casa Rebecca's you hair get your salon. Goat clip, boy. Casa Grande? Uh, Casa careful. Grande. I'll tell you, you what, I, I got my Casa goat clipped. Yeah, Casa Grande hair salon. That's where I take all my cattle. <laughs> Before we run out of time, <laughs> yeah, I, what's I, up? I, I want to... I want to thank you guys for letting me come on multiple times to talk about the Congress and all these years past. Uh, and don't forget, that's this coming I, Monday. It's this Monday at eight at 7 o'clock in every county. You can check the DNR website for your location, no matter where you are. But uh, Which you know, it's, is, been uh, great, also, it's been a great opportunity that uh, you've allowed me to come in and talk about this. Stuff I want you to. Uh, well, you're all a lot of fun. Of fun. I want to put in a word that I'm cheering for Virginia because Tony Bennett did yes. go to Green Bay Preble High School. I watched him play. Okay. Played and, at Stevens Point. Yep. Little interesting fact about Tony Bennett, uh, as he did make it to the NBA, but years ago my old whist- wrestling coach, Willie Schmidt, said to my dad, who was a counselor at Preble, he said, the only person that's going to stop Tony Bennett is Tony Bennett. And uh, the reason being is Tony Bennett used to just overtrain and overtrain. He was basketball, basketball, basketball. And when he made it to the pros, his ankles did end up yeah. uh, giving out. But, I mean, him and his family are a great basketball name there. we got a state tie, so I think everybody's got to cheer for him to win in the Final Four. All right. Thanks, Al, for coming in. We appreciate it. Al Shook. Thanks again, guys. That's all I, that's all I got. That's all I got. To all the listeners, thanks you, for listening. And God bless and stay free, everyone. Skipper Buds, Cutting Edge Outdoors. We'll talk to you all next week, my friends. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law.